Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive Review Queen offer from SuperChewer.com that is worthy of five crowns, honey child. Now, from the makers of BarkBox, SuperChewer is a monthly subscription-based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys that are always fluff-free, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Plus, all Super Chewer treats are always made in the USA and Canada with globally sourced ingredients and never contain corn, wheat, or soy. Now close your eyes, unless you're driving, and imagine the joy your dog will have when that pesky mailman brings something that is just for them once a month. Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free, which is a $45 value child, when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Superchewer comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if a toy isn't tough enough, they will replace it 100% free of charge. Now what dog doesn't want to take that challenge? Sign up right now at superchewer.com slash queen and give your good boys something that is good enough for them. Superchewer.com slash queen. After that intro, and she has her crown on. A crown! Oh my gosh! How is that attached to her head? It's like a like a party hat. Actually, she's leaving it on. Good girl. Oh, so much. Okay. Anyway, oh my god! Welcome to review that review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We are just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of being crotchety old white men like chelsea pointed out a few episodes back uh reviewing cinematic masterpieces we are fun vibrant white people who rate and review those hilarious scathing and sometimes suspicious online reviews and that over there is trey gerald and that over there is chelsea don and together we're the review queens And listeners, guess what? This is 2020. This is 2020. This is 2020. I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. It's our 20th episode. (laughs) Oh my God, Barbara, that was so nice of you to make an appearance. Wow. (laughs) She has a very, very expensive quote, but... She arrived. She arrived. Here we are. 20 episodes. 20 episodes. I just can't even believe it's happened. I remember the very first rehearsal and (laughs) 
one day maybe someone in Patreon will see it. But I think we've come a long way, Trey. I'm proud of us. How do you feel? I feel good. Most podcasts don't make it past their fifth episode. So we've got 15 on them. Oh my God. Yay. Look at us. You had a reveal. And now I'm prepared for my reveal. Oh my God, stop. Chelsea, why don't you describe what I'm wearing? Okay. Okay. It's very regal. It's like a regal necklace, almost like collar-esque, like a bandana like shape, but made out of maybe pearls. And preparation for Halloween, which is a few weeks away. Oh, this is a teaser. My family, David and our two dogs, do annual Halloween pictures that are top secret. No one knows the theme until Halloween. And this is a little tease. What what are you what's your guess? What do you think I'm gonna be for Halloween? Oh my god, this is it. This is all I got is this necklace. For today. I don't know. Oh god. Are you like a judge like a fancy judge? Good question. I don't know. First of all, the highlight of my year is this photo shoot that you guys do. And I'm so excited this year to see how we're going to integrate Hunter Mm -hmm. because he's new to the bunch. But if you guys haven't seen these already, it's it's worth the Instagram scroll. Like go on Trey's page at Trey Gerald. Fabulous. We had, what do we have? We had the Dalmatians one. Cruella Dogville. So Winnie was dressed as Cruella. We were Dalmatians. That, and then we also right. did Cinderella and the Evil Stepsister. She was Cinderella. So good. We did Little Shop. She was the plant. I was Audrey. David was Samuel. Yes. And last year we did uh, The Wizard of Oz. So she was Dorothy. Yes. I was Glinda the Good Witch. David was the Wicked Witch. Killed it. And so um, this year we have Hunter who has to be in the mix. It's so worth a look, you guys. You don't even understand how good it is. I think this year is going to be very epic. Um, Anyway, so my week has been deep in the throes of stitching and hot gluing and um, fabricating costumes. We're in the process, you know, Hunter is a rescue, as every listener knows. And so I've I've been trying to get him comfortable with wearing a sweater because... Good call. You got to get him comfortable. Because he will be in costume. They do make sweaters that you can step into and zip up down the back. So we're going to have to go with that. That might be the way. Because my hand has been bitten way too many times. Oh, no. So the dress rehearsals have been a bit intense. Then I have to be stitching on stuff. I have to hand make Hunter's costume. You're so amazing. (laughs) I feel like it's like your inner Southern queen comes out when you make these costumes by hand. It's going to be good. Anyway, that's that's how my week. And now here we are celebrating the 20th episode. Chels, how was your week? No major complaints. I just got Goldie groomed for the first time. Beautiful. Yeah. So I took her there. And I got to say, like, I feel like I've been working hard, you know, and I feel like this is going to work, maybe going to like lodge into a little bit of complaining territory here. Go for it. I feel like I have been brushing her at home. I've made a conscious effort and I brush her, but she's a puppy and puppy hair especially gets like really matted. Mm -hmm. So the groomer called me and they're like, just so you know. She's really matted. And then I got kind of like a lecture a little bit when I got there. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about this? Like, do you want to charge me extra for the matted situation? Because if you do just charge me extra, that's fine. I get it. If you like had to spend extra time on her, absolutely fine. But like, why are you lecturing me? I'm trying over here. So anyway, it was a great week. Yeah. And then I guess I got a little bit annoyed <laughs> when I was called out of the groomer. It feels like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Trey, because... I don't know that you've ever had any. Did you ever have to wax your legs? Okay, really great question. 
Yes. But I did one of my first summer stocks and I was body painted, like spray painted. Oh my God. Well, I was spray painted for like two weeks and then they realized it wasn't cost effective. So we had to like sponge it on <laughs> literally with kitchen sponges. This was, an, oh I can't, God. I can't get into it. This, oh, oh my God. This is that theater company where I wrote that scathing thing. Oh that my I can't God. Find. Well, it sounds like it's well-deserved. But Please. I had to be, I had to okay. use Veet. Wait, is that right? The, no, no, no. It's the song. What's that Um, female razor that Venus? Oh, Venus. I'm your you... Venus. I'm, you know, where it has the <laughs> little desire. soap on it. Oh, it's that's, like, I'm intimately aware because that's the only razor I buy. Love so that, it. so I did have to shave my legs uh, when I was doing that job. But somehow we went into that because you were asking me if I've ever shaved. Yeah, the point is, or I was actually thinking if you've ever been waxed because it's like them telling me that Goldie was matted when it's like, I knew there was like a little bit of mats. I couldn't work them all out myself. But them telling me it felt like when I get like my legs waxed or something. And then afterwards, the person's like, you have a lot of hair. It's like, yeah, I know I have a lot of hair. That's why I'm here. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to like have the hair removed. So it's like I'm taking her to the groomer because this became a situation outside of my own ability to handle. So I'm outsourcing. Anyway, so I'm just I guess I'm lodging my complaint right there. Lodge a complaint. I just went right into it. Listen, it's fresh for me. At least she got to look really great for her queen moment. You know, anyway, Trey, it's your turn. Okay, today, my complaint is also fresh on my mind because today I went to Costco. Oh, yeah. It can be a situation. What happened? It, this is not specific to Costco. Okay. But what do you call those? Um, what do you call the things you push that you put your groceries in? A cart. Okay. In the South, we call them buggies. But okay, that's like one of those things in my life that I constantly have to like catch myself before I say it. Because yeah. I still want to say buggy. But if I say buggy, it's a whole thing. So I have to say cart. It's like how yeah. I trained myself to say it's cement, not cement. Or it's right. an umbrella, not umbrella. Insurance instead of insurance. It's kind of cute, but yeah. Okay. When when you're pushing the cart. Yeah. And someone is just diagonal in an aisle. They're not on the right. But should we, you know, traffic in America, Trace we go to the right. His, his eye is like twitching right now. I want you guys to know. That's how mad he is right now. Like you go down an aisle to the right. Because people are coming down on the left side, sure, which is their sure. right. Yes. But when someone is just diagonal in the middle, they're not on the right, they're not on the left. Just going rogue. Not even concerned that you're there. Not even acknowledgement that you're there. It's as if they're presenting Costco. <laughs> Olivia is presenting Costco today. Uh, Costco by Olivia. <laughs> Literally. Literally today, there was like a woman with a child. The child was in the seat. Yeah, And then there was another woman with a child behind them with a, their own cart. And then the, a man was like picking up like a 17 gallon thing of vegetable oil. And none of them were like trying to move. None of them were like even acknowledging me. And so I just, I, I didn't like say anything because I, I don't know, but gosh, that bothers me. Like, yeah, like everyone is navigating. You're all navigating. I don't understand why you aren't just like pulling to the side or moving over so other people can continue. Like, you know, you're being, you're causing congestion. Totally. And it's hard to feel like you can tell that person, like, please move without feeling like you're sounding like the person that's like, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be that person. Well, I'm also, you know, years of having lived in New York City. I'm not trying to get killed today because people right. are crazy. Oh, true. That is true. I think there should be some sort of cart etiquette. Were there arrows on the ground no. out of curiosity? Okay. Maybe we could have, maybe that like could be a complaint like Costco maybe. So this actually was like on the end between aisles. 
Oh, they were congested. Oh, that's even worse. It was worse. It really was. That was like. That's, so they were like basically blocking off like two aisles. They were blocking off two aisles and the guy was going in between the two aisles. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it really no. was like perplexing to me that no one was concerned about hurrying. And also the shopping carts at Costco are, giant. are like huge. That really is part of the problem. And they can be heavy too. They are. You know? They really are. Yeah, those carts are heavy and unwieldy and it's it's hard to navigate. I'm just always aware that like other people are trying to navigate. So I, right. I just try to make sure I'm not in other people's way. But not everyone's like that. So <sighs> how do we feel? I think I'm ready to do the thing. I'm so glad you're ready. As you guys know, Trey and I are your trusty review queens with our guest review queen today, Goldie. Um, We bring you reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We dissect the nitty gritty. And then we rate them on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. And today, we're bringing you yet another Versus episode. Oh my god, it's true. It's another special edition episode. So today, Chelsea and I are going to cover a one-star review and a five-star review that are on the same topic in an effort to sleuth out the real truth that's hidden somewhere in the details in the middle. That's right. For this versus episode, Trey selected the five star and I selected the one star. So to determine who reads first, we got to flip that quarter. All right, Trey, am I calling it or you? I think you call it. Okay. Tails. It's heads. Oh my God, I lost. It's okay. First time for everything. All right, Trey, that means you're going to go first. That's right. All right, guys. So today we are going head to head for a cake shop in Los Angeles called Rabina's Cake. Rabina's Cake was founded in 2013 here in Los Angeles, and they do very elaborate art cakes for all kinds of special occasions like bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, weddings, baby showers. They've done stuff for the Today Show. They've really, they've gotten their name out there. Let's hear from one of the people that was very happy with Rubina's cake. So happy that they gave it a five-star review. All right, Trey, let us know. Review that review. So I had so many options to choose from. So many. Littered with five-star reviews. But today I chose a Yelp five-star review. Okay. Written by Nadia A. Okay. Our wedding cake was one of the things our guests raved about after the wedding. So we knew for sure we made the best decision by choosing Rubina's cake. A good number of our guests asked us where we got our cake, that it's the best cake they have ever had at a wedding. My friend said that cakes are the one thing people criticize at the reception the most, and that ours was the best cake she had ever had at a wedding. I was shocked because I didn't know people take it all that seriously. But aside from being shocked, I was happy and pleased that we made such a great choice. We chose two flavors, and both flavors were delicious and mouth-watering. When we walked into Rabina's Cake on Glen Oaks, we just walked in to look around, and Armin was so inviting and professional, we felt comfortable and excited right away. Because of his pleasant welcoming, we instantly knew we wanted to work with this place. I had an idea and pictures of what kind of cake I wanted, but there were a few options, and I didn't know which one to settle with. 
Armin gave me his advice and showed us pictures of his previous client's cakes and suggested what style we should do depending on what I described. So we decided on a style. We did cake testing and every flavor was amazing. Armin was also super helpful and and giving us references and sent us to a great florist, Arte Floral, who worked with them to create a beautiful cake. The end result was beautiful and unique. Everyone loved how it looked and how it tasted. We were very happy about that and are very thankful to Armin for helping us out. The service at Rubina's Cake is wonderful. Please see the two photos I have attached, taken by Lynn and Jersa Photography. All right. The reason I liked this review is because Nadia takes us through the entire process of not knowing where to land. Sure. Walking in, feeling taken care of, feeling supported, and how to elevate the cake into a floral display. And also how it was like a showstopper at the event. I definitely got that. I think that she said the whole phrase about this was the best cake at any wedding ever or that you ever had it. I believe she said that like three or four times. Did she not? Yes. So obviously she really felt this way and wanted to to hit it home. Because of that, like for a moment, I was like, is this a fake review or something? Because she's like, keeps speaking in these absolutes, like the best ever, the best ever. I I mean, I haven't had a wedding yet, but I feel like people are very invested in this process. So it kind of makes sense that she would feel so enthusiastic about it. It did occur to me like, well, I don't know who your friend is, so I don't care about your friend's opinion. I mean, that's like that harsh, critical voice in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I was also wondering, I guess it's true. I'm trying to remember. I guess like the cake's a big deal. I mean, it is definitely the, the cake is a very, very big deal. But if everything else at a wedding was amazing, do you think that people would walk away and be like, ugh, that cake? I don't know. Maybe that is a known thing. Also, Armin was was highlighted as the salesperson here. Yeah, that's going to come up later. That they really take your hand and walk you through the experience. Yeah. I mean, I think that this person definitely wanted us to know that Beyond the cake tasting amazing, we can also expect to have an amazing customer service experience from start to finish. Mm -hmm. I feel like this review could have been a third of the length and had the same exact information. That's interesting. Because I know like you're so happy and pleased. Everybody was so happy and pleased. Everybody loved it so much. Everyone loved it so much. Everyone loved it so much. Armin was cool. And so I just, I don't know that there's like a ton of substance there. I don't know what more I'm expecting. I'm just not really sure, you know, how queenie this review is in terms of emotional attachment. I don't know that I really know that much about Nadia at this point. I think that at the beginning of the review, Nadia sets us up that way because Nadia tips the hat by saying, you know, my friend told me that like people really criticize cakes. And I was shocked by that, that people took it that seriously. It felt like, Nadia wasn't extremely emotionally attached, was more so like pleasantly surprised that people were so in love with it. That sort of sense is throughout the entire review, in my opinion. Yeah. But I do think that 
the value of this review lives in the details that it was unique and beautiful. They were told like the floral shop that would work with them. Yeah. And then the pictures they attached are freaking gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, it's like a fixed tier cake, flowing flowers. I was going to say, I feel like review credibility instantly goes up when you attach pictures because it's like you're explaining the vision of how this all went and then you're showing me photographic evidence. So I'm much more likely to believe that this could be an experience that I could also have. For some reason, the phrase mouthwatering grosses me out, but (laughs) isn't that weird? Yeah, I have that similar reaction. But I do also appreciate because you can't tell taste from a photograph Right. There are multiple times where Nadia describes the two different flavors, how they're both amazing, that it wasn't just pretty to look at. But I mean, that speaks to how good the cake must be because Nadia couldn't even decide on just one. She she had to go for two. Exactly. And then spelling and grammar is great. Sounded good. And I believe Nadia, I also kind of appreciate like the coolness at which it's sort of like, you know, I was shocked that people care, but like we had a great experience. I felt taken care of. It doesn't seem like Nadia is very drama. Yes, which is good. Maybe that's maybe, you know what, that's a good point. Like maybe that's what I'm missing in Nadia's review is I'm so used to when we have these brides, it's like there's so much drama and there's so much energy coming out of them. And she's just sort of like, wow, like didn't know this was a big thing, but. It's a big thing, and I'm glad it was because ours was great. I would imagine that this is probably a common experience. I mean... I would think so. I mean, obviously, we know a little bit based on the, like, plethora of five-star reviews, but also it seems like there's a real system here. Like, we come in, we see Armin, we go through this process... We have vendor recommendations. So, you know, just based on the information that we're getting in this review, it seems like they're experts. They do this all the time. Correct. And I will say, yeah. like, probably 80% of the impact comes from the images because. Yeah, that's true. M- maybe we'll put these on the Instagram. Yeah. Because this cake, you guys, is like. Is it beautiful? It really is a showstop. This is like you would talk about this cake after the wedding. Yeah. I mean, even if someone was shot and murdered, if Lincoln was assassinated <laughs> at this wedding, you would you still talk like, about this cake. But the cake, though, was beautiful. I love that. So, I mean, I feel like I could crown this. How, what do you think? Um, I think I'm ready to crown it. The only thing we didn't really discuss was humor, which we think wasn't really funny. Yeah. But other than that, okay, let's do it. Let, let's crown Nadia A. All right. Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another's cake, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The queens are tabulating. You ready? Am I ready? I'm between, but yeah, I think I'm ready. Total score. Okay, I gave it three crowns. Trey gave Nadia A. Four crowns. I guess I will go first. I gave Nadia three crowns just because, again, I didn't get Review Queen vibes. It's kind of like a vibe thing, but I did get some information that I feel like is useful, and I was sort of taken through the process, as you said, so I think there's value there. So that's where the three crowns came from for me. Also, Clearly did a copy edit. So Nadia earned those three crowns for me, but because of the lack of humor and the lack of star quality, if I can say that, that's where I took the two crowns away. Trey, why'd you give Nadia four crowns? Yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. For whatever reason, the mood I'm in today, the lack of chaos, drama, high emotion 
sort of like is appealing to me. Like we deal with those so frequently. It is, it is the impact is somewhat boring. Right. But I, I didn't think it was middle of the road. I was between three and a half and four. Mm-hmm. But I just went with the four because I, it's not entertaining and it's not humorous. But I think that's mainly the biggest knock. And also these images are yeah. the real like impact for me is the experience Nadia had that it's sort of cool as a cucumber and the pictures I definitely want to purchase from Ruby. Yeah. And it's always so nice to see the like customer images as opposed to just the images on the website. So for that's sure. true. I didn't think about the photo, but okay. Good job, Nadia A. Way yes, to kick Nadia. off this 1v5 episode with a bang, so to speak. Bang, bang into the room. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll hear an entirely different side of the story. You know what I mean? Ooh, can't wait. Get your sugar ready. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. it's game time everyone it's time to jump on the merrill go round i don't feel like an icon most of the days i feel like i can't that's with an a all right here's the deal trey and i have each picked a rotten scathing pithy one star zinger and with 30 seconds on the clock we'll take turns reciting the zinger in as many genres as possible just like queen meryl streep who does it all before the clock runs out all right chelsea what's your zinger for today my zinger for today is from William Sonoma. I wanted to keep a little bit in theme here. So I am going to be reading a one star review about the Flower Shop Rainbow Pop Up Cake Kit. This review was written by Iowa, no last name. And the subject is Sounded Like a Great Idea. And the review is These were ridiculously time consuming, expensive, and not that good. So that's how Iowa feels about that. Iowa. Yes. That's a cool name, actually, if it's like a person's name. I know. I sort of like it. Today, you are strapped in on Curious George. I love that. Okay. You ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go! Disney. These were ridiculously time-consuming, expensive, and not that good. (laughs) WWE. These were ridiculously time-consuming, expensive, and not that good. Musical theater. These were ridiculously time-consuming, expensive, and not that good. Melodrama. These were ridiculously time-consuming, expensive, not that good. Shakespeare. That's all. All right, that's all. Yes, Queen, you got four. Thank you. That was a long one for me. Thank you. It was long, but that was good. All right, Trey, tell us where your zinger is from. Okay, so I stayed in theme as well. So I have a review from Target.com. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. For Betty Crocker Rainbow Chip Cake Mix and Frosting Bundle. Okay, I just have to point out quickly that we both did rainbow items. Oh my... 
Oh, right. Just saying. Great minds. How gay of us. How gay of us. Love it. Um, all right. So this is from Disappointed Evan. Okay. <laughs> the subject is more expensive. And Disappointed Evan's one-star zinger is 11 cents more than individually bought. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. You can buy the cake mix and buy the frosting and you'll save 11 cents. But when you oh. buy the bundle together... <laughs> You're paying 11 cents more. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so glad that I know that now. Trey, I think I'm going to have you strap into like the Sophia the Giraffe. <gasps> oh, yeah. Those little like, uh, baby toys. Yeah. Squeaky. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's just because I'm so teeny. Tiny. Yes. All right, Trey. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Teen drama. 11 cents more than individually bought. Pop star. 11 cents more than individually bought. Sports announcer. 11 cents more than individually bought. Sorry, superhero. 11 cents more than individually bought. Opera diva. 11 cents more than individually bought. (laughs) That's all. Thank you for extending that aria to the end. All right, Trey, you are the winner with five. Good work. Wow, I just feel... Yes. Are you going to buy me a Rubina cake for this? Um, maybe. What's, I know, maybe a Rubina cookie. <laughs> review that review. Oakley dokley, we are back from the break. And now it is Chelsea Dawn's turn. All right, we are now going to be hearing a different side entirely. So this is the one-star review. Now, I just feel like I always end up picking people with these names that I don't fully know how to pronounce. So I'm going to spell it, and then we can discuss it. So the name is J-E-A-N-A. Last initial is A. So is that Gina? Gianna? I think it's Gina, but I like Gianna better. Okay, so should we go with Gianna? Yeah, Gianna. Okay, Gianna. This is Gianna's. Gianna is an elite Yelp reviewer, and she is from Glendale, California, just FYI. And this is Gianna's one-star review of Rubina's Cake. I put off writing this review for so long, I think because I wanted to forget the experience, to be honest. (laughs) Rubina's was hands down, the most stressful part of my wedding planning. (gasps) My husband and I had decided on Truly Yours Catering for our wedding, and in the process of getting all the details together, found out that they use Rubina's for the cake portion of their catering. I set up an appointment with our men for 12 p.m. on a Saturday, to which we arrived promptly, only to find our men actively working with another customer. No one greeted us. We just stood there awkwardly for about 15 minutes until we just took it upon ourselves to sit down and wait. At that point, Armin went to get his associate from the bakery to assist us. This woman seemed to have no idea what was going on. She didn't even greet us, just sat down and stared at us. She was unfamiliar with the Truly Yours package, was trying to charge me all these extra fees, served us stale cake. And was quite aggressive and rude. She kept having to go over to Armin to sort out what we were talking about. 
And even as we left the place, I still was totally unsure what our cake would look like and if she was going to try and charge us extra. Mm. At this point, I reached out immediately to Truly Yours to try and remedy the situation. It took six months to get an answer, which was a month before my wedding, (gasps) regarding what our cake would look like slash be given our deal with the catering company. Once we knew, I tried to move past the frustration and, you know, have a good wedding. The day of the wedding was rough. We had 110 plus weather. But what made it worse was while we were trying to take pictures and get the ceremony moving, the Rabina's representative dropped our cake <gasps> and then kept trying to steal flowers what? from our sweetheart table flower arrangements to cover it up. <gasps> it was the most unprofessional thing I have ever seen. Not to mention, incredibly stressful on the day of your wedding? If that wasn't bad enough, a month after the wedding, I kept getting texts from the bakery saying I still owed them money. (gasps) I promptly told them I did not and referred them back to our catering company and that we were all paid up for everything. Please, people, don't go here for your wedding needs. Maybe they do better work for less stressful occasions. But it honestly was the worst experience I have ever had at any establishment. Oh, no, Chelsea. Yes, Gianna had an experience. Oh, no. Isn't it so hard to hear these things said about Armin and this experience with the cake that's so different from what we heard from Nadia? I, like, literally want to cry. I know. Thinking about the delivery person that dropping the, the cake. cake. I literally feel like I'm tearing up. Why am I, I having know. distraction? What do you do? Okay. I also have a whole other question. Yeah. Do you think that maybe Rubina's cake is short staffed? Because this is my question. If yeah. you have a business mm-hmm. and you have an appointment at noon and yeah. someone walks in and is going to spend $600 on a cake, how do you then juggle the hierarchy of like, I'm right? Like, do I see this person that just stopped in? Knowing I have an appointment. I think a good start, which Gianna points out, is that they weren't even like acknowledged. Right. Like I think you could be like, hey, I'm I am so sorry. Uh we're running a little over. Let me send over some taste samples or something. Right. Like right. I think there is like a slick way to deal with that. It sounds very clear that the person that was sent out like didn't have a lot of experience with right. customer service. I mean, especially because they had to keep reporting back to Armin. It was like they were just literally there to be a body in the room with these people, it sounded like. It also is really funny to me to imagine like this woman from the back just <laughs> sat down and didn't say anything and to them. stared at them. Ah, can you imagine just I being know. like... And like How awkward. Smelling like sugar. And then what about the idea of like, because of that interaction, not really knowing what your cake is going to look like until you get to like a month before after you've been trying to reach them for like 
whatever they said, four months or well, six, six months, six, six months, months, which was one month before the wedding. Like right. that actually sounds to me like an issue with the catering company, truly yours. I, I you did start, so? I did start to think like, what is truly yours and what is Rubina's? Well, I think that the experience that Gianna had in the store is horrible. Right. I do also think that there needs to be like a grace period of time. Like if you cut, if you have an appointment and an appointment is running over, like right. I, I get the 15 minutes is a really long time to not even be addressed. And then you take it upon yourself to sit down and then they send someone over and the experience is horrible. Like it seems mm-hmm. like it was snowballing. Right. But when you immediately reach out to truly yours to say like this cake company bungled my meeting today and it's part right. of my package with you. So something right. needs to be worked out here. Then I think that it's truly yours as responsibility if I've hired you. At that you. point to intervene. Yes. Well, I mean, I also wonder just because I'm so glad that we we brought in the different reviews that we did because with Nadia, it was very clear that Nadia sought out Rubina's cake, like their dream version of the wedding cake. Whereas with Nadia, she didn't choose them. So a couple things. One, I wonder, like, was she kind of judging it or, like, bringing a little bit of an attitude with her because she was like, ugh, and we have to go with this cake place or something like that? Or did the cake place treat her not as nice because they weren't a direct customer and they were coming from Truly Yours? Like, did they have an arrangement with Truly Yours with where maybe they pay a flat rate or something like that so that they're not making as much on the exchange? And so maybe they don't treat those customers as nicely or prioritize them as much as they do their one-on-one customers. I do wonder. But I would imagine that if you were a cake company, Mm-hmm. Your bread and butter <laughs> is like wedding yeah. cakes. So like right. you would think that you would it, You'd it, be able to show up. Mm-hmm. It does seem to me that they were short staffed and like suddenly had two appointments at the same time. Seems I think like that, that there needs to be some way to handle that. Right. So all of that, that's just the first part of this review. I know. The actual wedding day and it I gets know. dropped. <laughs> I I mean, if you are Rubina. Yeah, that is something that has to like, there has to be a there has to be a plan, a contingency, something. Absolutely. That is the worst (sighs) faux pas. That is the worst. How do you even charge someone for a cake after that? You know, I mean, for the man hours of making it, maybe, but but I mean, like, but without providing a replacement. I don't even know Run how to Run another you... cake over there. I don't know. Like they've got to have like plain wedding cake in the back in the fridge ready to go just in case something like that were to happen, especially on a day which we didn't talk about this really, but they said it was 110 degrees, oh. which I like, what does that do to a cake to begin with? Like, does that melt a cake at 110 degrees? I mean, I would imagine that's not ideal cake weather. I'm just, I still can't get over the guy dropping it. I know. I know. And then the claim that they were stealing flowers from the sweetheart table to like cover up the mistakes. So maybe it was, so I guess it wasn't smushed. It wasn't completely ruined. It was sort of like we can deal with something. Yeah. It was like an oopsie daisy that like maybe we can (laughs) fix it with some flowers. I don't know. I mean, Gianna said that they were taking pictures at the time. So it made me wonder, like, did Gianna see this go down? Like, was she taking I wondered her, that too. Her, her photos and like while she's trying to smile with her fiance seemed to be husband for these pictures, she's seeing out of the corner of her eye that her cake is being dropped. Cause like that's trauma right there. 
It seems to me that if a cake is dropped, if you're if the story you're telling me, you're painting, is yeah. that the cake was dropped. That makes me think it's no longer a cake. You mean that it's just like completely dropped and it's like in pieces on the floor and it needs to mop at that point. Yeah, my imagining was that it tumbled and went head first onto the <laughs> ground, which I'm making that up. That's not what right. Gianna like wrote. You're seeing that happen in your head in slow motion. Oh, my God. But I did, I did also, to your point, I did wonder, did mm-hmm. Gianna view and witness the person dropping it? Or yeah. was it like messed up and the story was, oh, it was like knocked or and then someone was like, I saw him drop it. Like, did it turn right. into rumor mill? And right. then the last part of this review is the bickering about the remaining. The money. The, the money, which is yeah. so odd that once. See, I need to I, I want to hold up a flag here about yeah. truly yours. What yeah. is going on there? I agree. I mean, I had a thought about that. It seems like Gianna is handling a lot of this interaction when a lot of this interaction should maybe have been handled by Truly Yours. Like, isn't that the whole point of hiring one of these companies is that they're managing this these exchanges? Uh, see, um, I, but see here, but also, yeah, because you hire this catering company that has this affiliation with the cake company. Correct. I wonder if it's like your package consists of this much for right. the wedding cake. And if you end up going over that, then you have to pay the remaining balance. Maybe. But if that were the case, then don't you think that Rubina should have been like, okay, cool. Here are the truly yours cakes. You would and think. you can get any of these. And if you want to get something from like this page or that page, then it's this much more. If you want to have like two flavors of cake instead of one flavor of cake, it's going to be this amount. I mean... I think that right. the the major problem that occurred is it seems like Rubina's double booked themselves. And then they, instead of just like trying to own up to that fact, they tried to throw this person in there that was really ill-equipped to deal with Gianna. And like you said, just snowballed from there. And we're not getting the information that we should and now I owe you money. Like, there's just a lot of confusion that I think could have been cleared up had that first meeting been more effective and efficient. What is Gianna's spelling and grammar like? Very good and clean. We used all caps sometimes, but again, not in a way that is like abusive. I feel like I felt Gianna's passion in this review. I feel like if I were somebody mm-hmm. that was getting married, I would, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think this might be a deal breaker, like about just the idea of them dropping the cake and have it and like using my flower. Uh, I don't know. There's so much of this that I think would make me queasy. But then I guess it's hard because we always want to consider these things individually and in context. Like individually, this sounds like a terrible experience. Like, oh my God, never, ever going there. But then knowing that Rubina's has like what? 4.67 or 8 out of 5 on Yelp. Like, this could have been an anomaly. This could have been a really bad day. It was 110 degrees. This could have just been, I don't know, just like really, really bad luck. Yeah. You know? I mean, to me, I'm not sure what I think the the impact of this. It, It feels like a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. I'm... Well, I think I can get into it in my... um. In your assessment. Crowning. Should we go ahead and crown? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The queens are tabulating. All right, Trey. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? All right, I'm I'm ready. 
returned from school. Wow. Okay. I don't know what's happening today. Trey is holding up four crowns and I'm holding up three and a half crowns. All right, Trey, you start us off. This one was hard for me because I don't think that this is a deal breaker for me because it does seem atypical only because I think that the customer service in the shop was a little askew. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can run a business that way. Like, I I think there was an error there. Yes. But then dropping the cake obviously is no one's intention. So it just seems horribly unfortunate. I just keep thinking about this catering company. I, I feel like Gianna like wasn't supported. And yes, the claims about covering the, with the stolen flat, like all of that just starts to feel a little like, I don't know. But I, I gave it for because I'm, I am feeling a little icky in my tummy. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, it wasn't humorous. I was entertained from like terror. I almost, yes. like, I was teary-eyed about the person dropping <laughs> about the cake. cake drop i know it would make me want to um inquire about the transportation so yes that is like that's why i gave it four that's a lasting impact for sure so that's yeah. why i gave it four okay why'd you do three and a half i feel i actually did three and a half because of something that you brought up in our assessment about like the truly yours and where did they come into this equation and how could they have intervened So that's how I took off the one and a half crowns. But I do think it's impactful. I do think this is Gianna's experience. And I think that's really unfortunate. I would not put it on Rubina's that this would definitely happen to me if I was going to use them. Like if that first meeting did not go well, I think I would just jump ship right then and there. But I don't think it would necessarily keep me from using Rubina's. And for that reason, I gave Gianna three and a half crowns. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Wow. There's a reply. <gasps> There's a reply from Rabina. I mean, Okay, wait. Yes. I'm really intrigued here because I need to know if if there's something misleading. Yes. I want to know what's happening. Tell me, I tell me, tell me. I think you are being a very good detective. So, all right. So this is from Rabina Z. She is the business owner of Rabina's Cake. And this is her reply to Gianna. Hi, Gianna. I'm really sorry for your experience with our reception in our store. Hmm. But actually, the situation in the venue, which you mentioned, was exactly the opposite. The planner called us to deliver the cake earlier as planned to the venue because of florists to put the flowers on the cake and also design the cake tablette. Uh, We didn't drop the cake, but delivered like all other cakes. As you mentioned, it was 110 degrees outside. They put the cake outside for a few hours, but later your planner called us because someone moved and damaged the cake. We sent our designer to the venue to redesign the damaged cake, which was not our responsibility. After that, your planner asked her if she can design the cake with flowers and also design the cake table, which was not in our responsibility. Because your florist didn't do that, instead of that, gave her a few dirty cactus to put on the cake. She rejected, but your planner said is okay. Our designer tried to find flowers, but there wasn't enough in the box to put on the cake and also to design the cake table, only a few small damaged flowers. 
Your planner said she can take some from tables and design the cake, which was not our responsibility. And also, she didn't steal flowers from your sweetheart table. It was your wedding planner, which gave her the permission to do that. Regarding asking for payment month later, you are right, but it wasn't clear for us who is going to pay for the cake until we called the catering company and they confirmed the payment. I'm really sorry about that, but as I mentioned in several response to reviews, we deliver every weekend more than 60 cakes for different occasions all over the Southern California. We try to do our best to make our customers happy. We don't need five-star reviews, but happy customers. Mm. Only happy customers make encourage us to serve them better and even make them happier and learn from our mistakes. I hope you'll read my comment all over again and reconsider your decision about our service and quality. Armin will call you and discuss with you regarding this issue because the last thing we want is to have an unhappy customer. I am sure we can make you again so happy that you will forget all those miscommunications. I am writing this comment not because of me or my business, but my team, which works every day so hard, day and night, and even weekends, to make all our customers happy. Best regards, Rubina. Hmm. What do we think? I'm so conflicted. I know. Like, uh, for a while, I was sort of like, are these just excuses? But then when Rabina took responsibility for, I apologize. Yeah. We were wrong and trying to seek payment from you. That was a miscommunication with the caterer once again. I know. That I really did feel like, oh, well, if they're owning up to that, then I it make, gives credence that they probably are being truthful. That yeah. there was something wrong with the planner and the florist and... I mean, the whole thing about someone moved it is fishy to me because like, what? Then it does throw in this whole story about the planner. Right. But I can get the honesty in Rubina wanting not five stars, wanting happy customers, which like breaks my heart. Yeah. I like, I really like that at the end and, and like, it kind of put things into perspective for me, even though like, I don't want anyone to have a bad experience. But when you're churning out this many cakes all the time and people are working like so hard, it's bound to have like one experience that is just not good. Well, that really stood out to me. We have 60 cakes going out every day. Yeah, That sort of excuse or that sort of statement actually had the opposite effect on me. It made me think, Okay, well, I'm not the I'm not I'm not those 59 other cakes. I understand that Rubina is famous and that if you are at that level as a cake maker, mm-hmm. you probably are having that high of an inventory. But, I don't know, maybe it makes me feel like, all right, well, if there's 59 other cakes, then maybe mine isn't going to be um properly taken care of or like I don't know, it sort of rubbed me the wrong way. I just but, I just like I do after I read this reply, I did see a world in which Verbena's just dropped off the cake. They did a fine job dropping it off. The caterer was like, oh, we got to move the cake. It's in the sun or whatever it was. Right. And then went to move it and like sort of dropped it or messed it up. And then frantically called the cake company back to be like, oh, my God. Oh, my Please God. Help. You got to help, help us. Please come over here. And then Rabina 
because she keeps repeating over and over again, like this was not our responsibility. The, yes. the way that she's painting it again, believe her or not believe her, but the way that she's painting it is this caterer person, like dropped the cake, had this kerfuffle with the cake and, and here they're coming in to try and triage this situation. Meanwhile, they're getting blamed for everything that's happening on the caterer side. So what I wonder is, was I being lied to? Because it seems really easy in tense moments like this. I can imagine something like that happening and being like, I hope nobody notices or whatever it is, and then passing the buck onto the cake company. I mean, all we can do is take into consideration the three different sides we're getting here. But it does occur to me, once again, I have a little red flag for the catering company and also maybe the planner even. Yeah. Like they don't want to say, oh, the assistant actually nudged it and it's right. a problem. So like, let's try to take care. Like, let's not upset the bride. Yeah. There was some sort of breakdown in communication between Truly's Catering yes. and Rubina's Cake on this one contract. Exactly. I think at the end of the day, Rubina did take credit for like, She's sorry that the that the customer service interaction was not. Uh, yeah, and is planning Arm Armin to call her. Yeah, and having Armin call exactly. Yeah, so she did take accountability for the things that were on their side of the street for sure. Like, and then to their credit, I mean, if they're not responsible for the other part of this, I can understand why Rubina would want to spell that spell out. Spell that out. Times. Yeah. I mean, I think that the impact for me now getting all of the story is that there are a sea of five-star reviews Yeah. back to the original point yeah. is that it does sound like Rubina has a contingency plan because they have the designer able to run out and, and address an issue. That's a little more like comforting. Yes. And it seems, I do believe Rubina. I mean, I believe because they really took ownership for the things that could have been better on their end and how they were trying to make the customer have their day by helping with things that are outside of their purview, which makes me feel like, oh gosh, it's just such an unfortunate circumstance. It is. It's it's an unfortunate circumstance for sure. And with that being said, I feel like we are both team Rubina's cake. I mean, we're like, sorry, Gianna, like terrible experience seeing you mm. fully, but also like would love a review queen Rubina cake. Thanks. Maybe we should take a look at that catering company for an upcoming episode. Oh, yeah. Good idea. We should do that. I'll make a little note. All right. Okay. Well, we did it, Queen. We've reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you, Trey, inducting for? My royal highness. This week, I am inducting caller ID. Oh, yes. Isn't that something that needs a round of applause? Okay, let me tell you, we're we both are of the age where we were children, and then suddenly we had it. Yes. Let me tell you, life without color ID is a little movie called Scream. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you know that the sales of color ID boosted by fifty percent in America after Stop. Scream one? Okay, I made up that statistic, but I did do research. <laughs> you know, any of you kids out there who just take for granted that your little iPhone is going to tell you who's calling you. There was a time in life when you didn't know. You had to say, hello? I mean, what about that whole line in Rent? Like, Mark, are you there? He's screening your calls. It's mom. That was a very loud beep. Okay, okay. so anyway, caller ID. This gets a little like too nerdy and not interesting, so I'm not really going to go into it. But there, okay. in 1968, <laughs> uh-huh. Ted 
Para Slovakos started making a bunch of patents that like were first established in order to like send the information of what the number of the call outgoing is to the call receiving. And then it took a long time in the set in 1976. There was a Japanese inventor, Hashimoto, made some more patents and then it came over to America it was happening in Brazil at the same time. So a lot of people were starting to get on this train. But I just want to induct caller ID because I don't really like people. <laughs> that, that might not really be a true statement. Is that a full stop? <laughs> I don't know if that's real. That might be, be in this pearl necklace. But like, yes. you know, I don't really need to communicate all the time. And so I am someone who will gauge what my response is going to be when I see who's calling. And I'm just going to own that because we all do it. And if you are going to judge me, then look in the mirror. Anytime it's an unknown number, bitch, I don't answer that. <laughs> Get real, honey. You're going to block that. You're going to start 69 me, bitch. I'm going to start 67 <laughs> your ass. I don't even know if those are right. but I don't know, I, but I liked it. <laughs> I'm inducting caller ID yes. for my real highness because, look, having more information is always queenly. I couldn't agree more. Chelsea. How about you? Who are you inducting for My Royal Highness today? Okay, I'm going to induct Allison Janney as my Royal Highness. She's just such a kind, amazing person. And I don't want this to sound weird, but I was doing a theater program in Williamstown called Williamstown Theater Festival. I was an apprentice there. And we did everything from like read lines with people to pick up trash with a trash picker. And there was this event that was called a zoo and where we would be up all night and we were drinking and partying with everybody that was at Williamstown, including Alice and Janney. And then afterwards, the next morning, I needed to pick up trash. And Alice and Janney sees me at the coffee shop. And she kind of like taps me on the shoulder and she's like, honey, are you hungover? And the point is I was, but I also had been picking up trash since 6 a.m. And then years later, I saw her again at a speaking event she was doing. And I was chatting with her afterwards and telling her about this story about when she asked me if I was hungover. And then we were amongst other people having conversation. And in the middle of it, she just tapped me on the shoulder and she goes, honey, are you hungover? And she just, she yes ended this opportunity that I had with her that like kind of meant so much to me in a funny way when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say beyond her just being a fantastic actress, she kind of made it later in life. I mean, she's been working consistently for a very long time, but she was in her 30s before she got West Wing. And she has this amazing perspective about going after this career and just following on that path. I remember at one point she referenced some a book with like the red bicycle or something with the red bicycle, but she said it inspired her as she was on her path to pursuing being an actor because it talked about people at every age of life from like, I don't know, five to 100 who started something that had changed their life at a later age. And she said that as she was going through the time and not being where she wanted to be when she wanted to be there, she would refer back to this book, which I wish I remember the title of, so that she could remind herself that it's possible at any age to accomplish things. And I just think Allison Janney is such a mensch, and I love her and everything that she does. So I just figured I'm going to induct Allison Janney. And um, yeah, I was I was hungover. So thanks for asking. <laughs> we love Allison Janney. She's a her greatest performance to date is Drop Dead Gorgeous. Did you get that on camera, most modest? 
Ah, uh, she's the best. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, will you please tell a friend? If you didn't like what you heard, will you please tell an enemy? Leave us a voicemail at one eight five zero review zero. You can also follow us on all the socials at the Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. That's Chelsea with a Y. And I'm at Trey Gerald. Become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. For exclusive raffles and content, there's a pretty big one coming up, just saying. Uh, If you go to the website, scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's a place where you can add your name and that will automatically add you to our mailing list. You should do it now because we got some good prizes coming your way and all you got to do is be on the list. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Are you hungover? Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. I get so sweaty. That's what you call sweat equity. You know what I mean?